Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. What up, Get Up Nation? My name is Ben Biddick, the host of the Get Up Nation podcast and co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance with former Major League Baseball player and CEO of Lurong Living, Adam Greenberg. Recently, I had the honor and privilege of speaking with Sam Johnson. Sam is the Chief Programs Director at the Independence Fund, an organization committed to empowering catastrophically wounded, injured, or ill veterans to overcome physical, mental, and emotional wounds incurred in the line of duty. What I love about those who serve at the Independence Fund is that they're dedicated to improving the lives of both veterans and their families. I'm honored Sam took the time to share with me how the Independence Fund helps people transition from adversity to resilience through their mobility, caregiver, adaptive sports, advocacy, and family programs. This organization identifies unmet needs for both veterans and their caregivers and strives to fill that gap so that these families who have offered and sacrificed so much can thrive. Sam, welcome to the Get Up Nation podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Ben. I, I don't think I could have said it any better than you just said it. Excellent. Sam, I know that you are a service member yourself. Would you share a little bit about your military service? Yeah, so I grew up in a small town in East Tennessee and wanted a chance to get out and see the world. So in early 2001, I enlisted in the Marine Corps and was fortunate enough to get a ROTC scholarship through the Marine Corps. I started uh, in college at the Virginia Military Institute in August of 2001, and we all know what happened the next month. Mm -hmm. So that just reaffirmed the fact that I signed up to not only fight for my country, but I also wanted to see the world. And I knew what that was going to entail soon thereafter. I graduated in 2005 and went on active duty in the Marine Corps as a field artillery officer. I spent 10 years on active duty before transitioning over to the reserves in 2015. I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina with my family. I have a wife and two young boys and started in the corporate sector for a few years before having this amazing opportunity to come over to this nonprofit and work just veteran issues 24-7. How did you first learn about the Independence Fund? We moved to Charlotte, the Independence Fund is actually headquartered here in Charlotte, even though we're a national veteran nonprofit. And I just got to know different individuals working with the organization, and I got to see firsthand the work that is being done at the Independence Fund. And what struck me is that unlike some other veteran service organizations, the Independence Fund actually does things. And when I say does things, that means that we provide mobility devices. We provide retreats for caregivers, retreats for family members. So we do those things that are going to have a lasting impact on the well-being of our veterans and their families. I love that action-oriented. That's truly, you know, a hallmark of somebody who has served is we don't like sitting still unless we're making impact, unless we're getting something done, unless we're creating results. So I can see why this is something that you'd want to be a part of, which brings me to the mission of the organization. The mission of the Independence Fund involves enabling veterans to regain their independence after catastrophic injury and to sustain it. 
as a person who volunteers to serve in the military, goes into some of the most dangerous places on earth and is injured in a life-altering way during that service, how rewarding is it to be part of a process that helps that veteran and his or her family navigate their new reality, their new normal, and experience a sustained independence? Well, Ben, like I said, it provides fulfillment, right? So spending uh, almost 15 years in the Marine Corps, I've had the honor and privilege to serve with truly some of the finest Americans that have ever lived. And I've unfortunately lost eight Marines and one soldier during that time, and I've seen several that were wounded. And it, it, it just always struck me that no matter what I'm doing in life, I want to make sure that I'm giving back to those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice and that have paid such a high sacrifice in, in those injuries that they've sustained. I also want to say that it's not just wounded in combat. You know, the Independence Fund also goes beyond that, and we support the wounded, ill, and injured. And also not just post-9-11 veterans, we help all era veterans that have been wounded, ill, or injured, and that have service-connected disabilities. So just having an opportunity to be able to do that every single day, and not only that, but share that with my family and get them involved, it just means so much to, to me and my family. I love that. that. It's inclusive and it respects everybody's service no matter when they serve. And I can't wait to get into some of the services that you provide and some of the statistics on how much good you've done and how many people you've impacted. As you know, on Get Up Nation, we focus on helping people develop resilience and sustain resilience. As far as developing resilience, it has to have a powerful effect on the veteran and their family as they grapple with new and unmet needs following their service. To find your organization stepping in on their behalf, communicating your service and resources, and then helping them experience personal independence, healing, and empowerment. Your organization understands that to properly and effectively support these veterans, it has to involve supporting the entire family. The vision states that it involves a whole family approach because it, quote, allows for the best chance to sustain success in the veteran's recovery. Will you share an example of how this whole family approach has helped a veteran recover from illness or injury? What we like to say is we've all been on an airplane and we know that the first thing with the stewardess or the steward gets up there and they start going through their spill and they talk about in case of emergency, put your oxygen mask on first. So we use that analogy to say, especially with the caregivers, we have to enable them so that they can put their oxygen mask on first help themselves before they can help the veteran. So we have two wonderful programs that encompasses that. The first one is our caregiver program, which is specifically designed to address the unmet needs of the veteran caregiver. And the second one is our family program. And the family program, which we undertitle as Heroes at Home, is a program in which we work with the whole family unit, so the caregiver and the kids. And primarily, most of our veterans have young kids, right? But we've found that one amazing aspect and healing aspect in this program is art therapy because it's something that can bring the entire family in together as a unit and it can not only help the children understand what their veterans their you know fathers their mothers are going through but it also helps the veteran and it helps the caregiver and it gives them a sense of ownership because even if a veteran is catastrophically injured they're still mom or dad if their caregiver is the mom, she's still mom first. 
and bringing them together in a, an environment where they can express their feelings through things like building a family crest. That's one huge successful part of the art therapy that we do with these families. It really grows the resiliency of the entire family and not just the vet. Love that. Will you go into some of the other programs that are available? They're numerous, but if you could give just a brief overview. So we actually got started in 2007 when our founder, who was also recovering from his injuries at Walter Reed, came across the first quadruple amputee that had survived their injuries from combat. And our founder frankly went up to him and said, I want to help you. What do you need? And this gentleman said, I was a huge outdoorsman before my injuries, and I would love to find a way to get back in the outdoors. So our founder basically spent a year raising money outside of Walmart to raise $18,000 in order to provide the first catastrophically injured veteran, quadruple amputee, a mobility track chair. So what's a mobility track chair? Think of a wheelchair that looks like a tank. It's, it's a tracked wheelchair that, trust me, Ben, I've tried time and time again to get this thing stuck, and it can't get stuck. And what it does is it, it allows the veterans the independence to get back out and do the things that they did before the injury. So whether that was going out on a hiking trail, going out on the beach, doing work around the farm, hunting, fishing, all those outdoor activities, this mobility device allows them to do that. And since 2007, we've been able to award 2,356 of these mobility devices to veterans throughout the years. So that, uh, what I like to say is our foundational program. And then since then, we've grown as our client base has grown. So we've assisted a little under 7,000 veterans total. And another big program that we have is our adaptive sports program. So what we do is we want to know what the veterans need in the adaptive sports arena. So whatever they want to do, whether it's competitive adaptive rowing, whether it's shooting, hunting, fishing, whatever their need is, we provide individual grants so that these veterans can get back out there and do the athletic events that they once loved and now can do again. I've already you know, spoken about our caregiver program, but our caregiver program focuses on the caregivers for the catastrophically injured, and we post caregiver retreats throughout the year. We host about 10 caregiver retreats where we bring in the caregivers and we have time for training and resources, but we also have time for respite so that they can basically recharge their batteries. And then this past month, we held our first ever reunion retreat. So caregivers that have been on a retreat before got an opportunity to come back and we had over 70 caregivers that came back on a reunion retreat. And we're going to do those every year going forward. Our family program, we also do under the retreat umbrella. So we host about six family retreats where we take anywhere from five to ten veteran families on an all-expense-paid trip. We've done Disney World, Disneyland, and Greenbriars, some examples, but allows the family to, A, take a vacation, but also provide them the art therapy like we discussed and also time to bond and just be a family and know that there's other families in their same situation. The fifth program, which is our newest program, is called Operation Resiliency. And I love the synergy between our new program and Get Up Nation because yeah. Operation Resiliency is our partnership with the Department of Veterans Affairs in order to help combat veteran suicide. And I feel like, and you know this, 
so many different organizations are getting into this space. But the VA actually came to us and they said, we know that you do retreat. They understand that we do retreats very well. So our partnership actually looks at units that saw high casualty rates in combat and brings them back together underneath the reunion umbrella and then provides the resiliency or training for them while they're back together as a reunion versus coming together for just resiliency training. And we're hosting our first one in Charlotte in April, and we've already got our second one scheduled in Houston in May. So those are our five programs. For those people who are hearing about these programs and they want to access them, What's a good way for them to get in touch with you? So the best way to get in touch with us is through our website, and that's independencefund.org. On our website, it's at the very top of our page. You'll see the Apply for Assistance button. You click on that Apply for Assistance button, and it's going to take you to all our programs, and it's a simple one-click apply. If there's any questions during the application process, or it's a simple email that goes out to the entire team, and we'll get back with you usually within 24 hours of any questions that you may have. But again, independencefund.org. Amazing. And on that website, it says, we are always looking at ways to improve our organization and maximize our impact in the veteran and caregiver communities. For organizations and sponsors that want to partner with you to help veteran families, what's the best way for them to learn more about the Independence Fund and connect with you and those at your organization? We have a very robust social media presence, so I would encourage all those to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, uh, as well as Twitter and just see the work that we're doing and really just find out what you're most interested in. If there's a program that we're doing and you're interested in that program, let us know. If there's something that we're doing that maybe your organization's also doing that you have after actions and things that, that you found, you know, we are a learning organization. At the end of the day, everything we do is about the veteran. And when I say it's about the veteran, I also include the families in that. So as long as we're doing good for the veteran, then I'm open to any sort of suggestions to help the veteran out. Amazing. And then you also have opportunities for people who may have some time. Maybe they want to donate financially, but then there's also some possibilities for volunteers who may have time to offer. What can volunteers do? Do a lot of these retreats, and these retreats require a lot of man hours. Do these retreats uh, basically across the nation. So regardless of where you're at, there's usually a retreat somewhere in your general vicinity. And one of the great volunteer opportunities is just helping us out during those retreats, whether it's helping register the caregivers coming through or maybe helping with the art therapy class that's been given by a registered art therapy. A lot of volunteer opportunities across our organization. Sam, I always end the show with six questions to help my listeners understand the why within my phenomenal guests. Will you run through these six quick questions with me? Yep. Who are you thankful for today? I'm a, I'm a huge Christian. I think that everything happened because God has a plan for us. So First and foremost, I say this not tongue-in-cheek, but I'm thankful for God for putting me in this position. And then next to that is my family, because I couldn't do it without my family. My wife stood by my side for 16 years, all through active duty, all through this, and I couldn't do it without her. But uh, God, family, and then the veterans. So that's my why. And now that we've covered who you're thankful for today, what are you thankful for today? I'm thankful for the veterans. We all came into the service. We volunteered. No one was forced into this. You know, we signed our name on that dotted line. 
And I'm just so thankful that those veterans that volunteered and sacrificed so much that we just have the ability to come back and repay them just a small bit of the debt that they're owed. And how do you fuel the fire within you? Truly the, the greatest blessing that I have in this position is the opportunity to walk the halls of Walter Reed. If you ever get a chance to go to Walter Reed National Medical Center and just see what goes on there, it will recharge your batteries knowing that we are still a nation at war. There's still service members that are coming back that are recovering. And just to see what we're doing to take care of them, that's what keeps me going, thinking that whatever I'm doing, I'm working to help those guys and gals out get back into the fight. And what is one thing that adversity has taught you to value? Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Mike Tyson said that, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> number one thing that I value is the fact you can call it resiliency. I like to call it grit. Right. It's just when something bad goes wrong with you, what are you going to do? How are you going to pick yourself up? And, and then knowing that there's others that have went through the same thing, they can give you some advice. But at the end of the day, it's going to be on you to pick yourself up and just overcoming your own personal adversity and driving through. Love that. What are you doing today you never thought you could? I didn't think that I could step into the nonprofit role and do it full time where all I was focused in on was veterans. I did not think that that was possible, especially with a wife, two young kids. Uh, but again, I'm just so blessed that I can do this full time and used to work in corporate America and take a lot of time to help veterans all within that organization. And I almost felt guilty because trying to get veterans hired wasn't in my job description. Now I get in trouble if I'm not helping a veteran and how <laughs> awesome a job can that be when your sole focus is helping that. What will you do tomorrow that you never thought you could? <laughs> this is very tangible. I'm actually taking three veterans down to Dallas, Texas to take them hunting where they're going to hunt wild boar from a helicopter. I'm doing something tomorrow that I've never done before. A, I'm a Marine, so I'm not too happy with helicopters, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> getting to do that. But, but that's just, that, I mean, that's tomorrow physically, but it, it's just the different opportunities to, to help all these veterans find a way to regain their independence. And that could be hog hunting from a helicopter, or it could be going to Aspen to learn how to ski uh, with no legs. You know, every day is something new, and I'm just excited to get up and find out what that new thing is going to be. Sam, thank you so much. How can people learn more about you and the Independence Fund? I'd love for you all to come check out the website, independencefund.org, and then all our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. You just see just the great work the team is doing for the veterans. So please check us out. Please contact us if there's anything that we can do for you and help us support our catastrophically injured veterans and their families.